roll here. Good. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, we apologize for the uh, delay. Everybody was icing the mitzvahs. So we'll try to push it in the outer limit a little bit. Let's go back to Perik Yud Gimel. Pasuk Vav. We're actually in the middle of the Pasuk. We ran out of time. And it's clear that Manayach and Eishas Manayach were not sure, certainly not 100% sure, whether the Navi giving over this Navua was a Navi who looked particularly halig and frightening, or whether possibly he was a Malach. And it's very clear from the last sight of him as he disappears in the smoke that they weren't sure to the extent that when they finally realized Menayach was extremely frightened, Aishas Menayach probably somewhat surprised, and Menayach is going to comment that maybe they're not going to survive. So that's clearly when they realized that it was a Malach. At this point, it doesn't make that much of a difference, and I want to go back to the Shaila we raised, in the Rambam's description of how one proves themselves to be a Navi. This is historically a very important process. It's been, um, I say the, uh, let's say the modern English, or somebody dropped the ball. It's been messed up sometimes very badly to the tune of people starting new, incorrect, and very damaging religions. It's been repeated a number of times. New religions, false Mashiach, it all boils down to, can you make a mistake and think that somebody who's a charlatan, who's a Russia, who has an agenda, is coming to prove that he is a Navi, and really, as we just had in the Parsha, is a Navi Sheker, and he's trying to prove he is, and we should have, and do have, have to have a system where you could disprove that. The good news is the system is not that complicated. The other news is, is that certainly somewhat desperate people in very desperate, dangerous, exasperating circumstances might try to grab straws and almost wish that, yes, we're definitely going to prove it, and it has been proven, and therefore let's follow. Usually, also good news, sometimes it just takes a while due to the logistics, is that cooler heads will prevail, and more than being calm and cool, it's the G'day Yisrael who know the Sugi and the Ramam, who will know how to check, and you can't really fail over here if you just follow through. And that is, in short, we had chairman on this in Navi in the past uh, at length. In short, the Chazari is he has to come and tell the future something that nobody could know. It has to be a very exact way. It can't be fuzzy and gray. You can wiggle out of it. And he has to do it three times. And it has to be good news. Because if it's bad news, you can always say, did tshuva, and hopefully they did tshuva. So that's a pretty easy, I said that in 30 seconds, it's a pretty easy prescription. So you say, how was it messed up? 
as I said, sometimes people see what they want to see, and they're going to be looking for things that aren't really there. And you have to build a chazaka. Once you're a Navi Muxuk, then on rare occasion, you could have a harasha, the famous example, Eliel Bahar Carmel, and a few other examples. Even as a harasha, one can never suspend Hilchas Avadazar, even for one second. Rajbrach will never give that, even as a harasha, for obvious reasons. It's the antithesis of everything that Yiddishkeit stands for. So it can't be our Rasha, yes, believe in other gods for the next five minutes. There's no such thing. It could be Aser, and here it's Mutter due to the Rasha of whatever Eliel Novi was trying to combat in terms of the people who were Mitznaget, trying to make them into Ali Tshuva. Whatever the case is, it can't be in the Avodah category. Over here in this Pasuk, as we mentioned last week, there's no downside in what she's being asked to do. So you don't need a harashah, because there's no iser. She's being told, very unusual, because, as we explained by the Afil and Azira Shimshin, Azira Shimshin before this didn't exist as a category. It was either Nazar Lashah or Nazar Elam. And Nazarilam has dinim, you can make up a tire once in a while, and everything else, you can't be Matamil Mesim, and they're Kabbalists. Zira Shimshin, you can be Matamil Mesim, make din, and you can never cut that hair. It's just a different type of Zira, and that's the Zira Sakasas. Is it a Harasha? Navi can't be Machadish dinim. See, he's being Machadish, you call that Harasha, but usually Harasha is limited here. We don't have any exclusionary dates of. Until when can you make yourself a Nazir Shimshin? There's no end date, so you have to call that a Harasha. Think about that, that's unique. Harasha is, we're changing it in, making it in for a special situation. This is a special situation. That's why, as we also said last week, it's a Chiddush Nifla, there exists another Nazir Shimshin, but the Gemara, the Mishnah says there is, and it's even reflected as late as our Nusuch of Hataras Nadarim. So that needs a little Hezber, but at least it's humorous. We're not downgrading anything. We're not saying it's an Israel being matir. We're being, in many ways, more machmir than a Nazarilam. Well, can't take any haircuts. We're being more makal that he could be Matami Lamesim. So why isn't that a cooler? The answer is if you're makabal something on yourself, so, say, I wasn't makabo that. Okay, still a because either you're a Nazir or not a Nazir. So nobody asks you to be makabo. Don't be makabo. In this case, right, so it's his, that's what I'm saying, it's his Kabbalah. I could technically make an eder that I'm going to lift tenders from 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock every day. Silly, maybe Bittal Torah. In Hilchus Nadarim, I can really accept. It. Usually, though, you can't accept something when you say the word Nazir, that should be Chal, as a category of either Nazasha or Nazarilam. And the Malachir is instructing her on a new category. So that is a Chiddush, and that probably needs more work in the Sugiya to understand exactly how that works. But there's no Aver being done. It's not telling her to do Shchute Chutz, you know. We'll get to later on in the parak when they start sort of offering some food. Shiloh, what was that? 
by Gidon, it was Taka Harasha. That, he was being told to do it this way, or actually he ran the test in the first place, but ended up being a carbon, so that was a Shiloh. What you do with that, and there was a Rasha aspect to it. Over here, there's a child that is going to be born that's going to be a child who's a um, bit of a Pella, more than a bit of a Pella, and will be his entire life. And he needs extra siyatashmaya and extra kedusha, and she's being told to stop already. Child's not born yet. There are no dinim on the uber. She's being told to be nizer in things that are extra, and are hidurim or chumras for the kedusha of this yet unborn child. And that's what's unique here as a rasha. But again, there are no isurim that are being asked of her to perform even though the whole basis and parameters of this particular Nazir is, is unusual. So, therefore, we don't need this person. They don't know, call him, they think he's a Navi now. They don't need him. They never met him before. They don't need him to prove himself because he's not really suggesting any discern. But that's a Kiddush. Lamaisa, he's introducing something new that doesn't fit into the regular Gedarim of Naziris. If he's a malach, let's move to the next possibility. If he's a malach and he's not an abid, does he have to prove himself three times? Well, obviously not. He's a malach. And malachim are here for the job. And yes, that's what malachim we know are given various jobs. But over here, when they ask him his name, they still think, many mafarshim, that he's a person. Therefore, if you send us a message, you want to know to follow the instructions. So what's your name? So we know what to follow. If he's a malach, the question is not going to be out of line either. Matter of fact, Yaakovinu knew it was a malach. They still asked him his name. He wants the name is a description. So, going to Safarna over there, he wants to know what Avera did I do to elicit this reaction that I wrestled with you the entire night and almost got killed and now I'm limping. So, where'd that come from so I could be massacring it? That's how Safarna learns the question. And the answer was, so Chaylis, what's the answer if that's a question? It's an excellent question. The answer is, is that you didn't do anything wrong and this was an Isayan that you should fight me and be misgaber. so Klayasol, myself, is similar bottom. So Klayasol, Adaridaris, can beat out Esau. That's a very deep, so that fits for Yaakov. You know, we understand the answer once you see the Sephardim. You understand the answer. And therefore, there's nothing that triggered it. You did wrong. It's because you're the Bechir Shabbat is you needed to do this and win this battle so that was more, he asks a personal question, what did I do wrong? The answer is, it's nothing personal at all. It's about the future of Klyestrov. So the question, even if they realize, to the extent they realize it's a malo, the question is legitimate. Do we need to know any information about this? And he said, no, it still changes with the job, but there's no set thing. and I just gave you the information. So gave you the information, but it's still a Kiddush. And to the extent it's a Rasha, they're allowed to listen. So if you know, or when you know, you were talking to a Malach, then it becomes what we call a Nevuah. So they weren't ready for that. And you see the godless of Manoach and Eish's Manoach. They did survive. And now they got a Nevuah. So a Nevuah can have a Harasha. It's just enough is if they come to Klai with the message, Klai can't, if they would come with a kula over here with some shinu in the din, Klaiso wouldn't be able to believe them unless they prove themselves three times. But that's not the subject over here because they're not telling this to anybody else. 
There's no nafkamina for somebody else. So the question is, can they believe what they saw? The answer is, they knew what they saw, and this was a real nevuah to a malach. So Lamaskana, once they realize the malach, we don't need the Rambam with the three times and the human being coming as a shliach Hashem claiming he got a nevuah. They themselves got the nevuah. They don't have to have that three times. So it comes out easier, even if there's a kul over here that it's a new chiddish, new type of aziris, mechatesi, they had a nevuah. Now they oh, it was a malach. Okay, so now we really got to follow it. So part of the mystery over here, and we're going to just concentrate on the psukim, is that Manayach hears this from his wife. So I just got it to, we start off with the Rambam, if you have a Navi who's a human being, well, who are you? And we never saw you before. Prove yourself three times. I'm suggesting that's only for Kulus as a Rasha, even though that answer still needs a little work because it was a bit of a Shinui in Hukas Naziris. Then she comes and tells her husband, and her husband, she'll say, it's not a gate to the husband, she's being given instructions. But it is, they're married, and it can have an effect. You know, they're going out to eat. If you go, they didn't go out to eat, I'm sure, but they're having dinner at home. Forget the rest of it. The standard drink on the table was not Coke, was not lemonade, probably not even coffee. It was wine, wine and wine. Maybe beer, a little bit. Water, if you've got a water supply. And to the extent of it could be detrimental to your health, if you don't drink the standard drink every single meal, all of a sudden, she's not drinking wine. So if she wants to tie it, well, I'll make my own neder and I'm preparing for an azir. So like, the husband doesn't have to. She's mishubedis. That could be dangerous. So she has to tell him. So now we're sort of back to, you saw somebody who claims to be a navi. So did he prove himself three times? And if it's a malach, so can I hear that? Also, that was a nevua. So now you're beginning to understand why he asked for a sort of a replay. Like, that's a chiddish. If it was a Navi or a Malach, is it respectful? Can I hear that again? And he asks and he gets away with it. So now you're beginning to understand why there's a hetter to do that. And he's not criticized. That's really, the Mepharshim are busy with that. Like, why is he asking again? And why does he want to hear the whole thing again? So he did not trust her. Really trusted her. So the answer is, there's a lot at stake. You're being given chidushim as a sugi over here. Can I hear the details? I understand fully what we have to do. And he wanted to know, as the father of this tzaddik to be born is going to be a Mashiach Yisrael, I have to know exactly what to do. So it's probably helpful if I hear it directly. And he was a lamdan. He wanted to understand the dinim. This is, if you're learning in, in brisk, kachim sugi, this is gavaldik. Just to hear the uh, details. Can I learn into it? This is Chashev. So he doesn't not trust her. He wants to make sure that everybody is, so to speak, on the same page. So now you understand the simple psukim we're going to see. There's a lot in the background over here. Otherwise, you can't, wait a minute, you want to hear it again. And nobody tells me something. I'm telling you, you trust me. So why are you allowed to ask again? It's almost like the Lusanasu is Hashem. You know, you heard the message. The answer is the chidushim over here, and he wants to learn up the sugya, and it's not a matter of trust, it's a matter of he wants to know he's doing the right thing, and he has to have it clear. That's what's going to transpire over here. Yes? If they're still drinking, if he's drinking wine. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Right, it's you too. Yeah. You're right, you start. That's a famous chinuch word. They say that over at all the, and it's true. It, it's, it can't fit in the Pesach. It's not, not everybody agrees that's the pshat. That's a big nafkamina. But he actually has to keep it, but it does uh, fit in, and it's certainly a possibility. And it's certainly a true chinuch idea. You can't do as I say, not as I do. And kids are very perceptive, and that doesn't work. You have to be the shining example. So the the Nikud is certainly true. That's Shat Napasik is a, a possibility. Yes, he wants to know. Uh, right, and, and it's right, right. And he didn't want to hear it again. It, everything here is Chidushim Niflayim, and they're both a bit stalled. So he wants to hear just to be able to do it himself and be sure of himself. That's really what's going to be transpiring. Yes. Yes, so that's also, but that we had by Gidon already. And it could be they're greater than Gidon. Gidon, remember, is from a family of Odev And all of a sudden, he's trying to change, and that was his godless. He's bucking the system, going against his father and against everybody else. And because of that mysterious nefesh, he's given this nevuah without that preparation. That's not the only example. And this could be another example. Could be they were already further ahead. And we know from the Madrashim we started with a number of weeks ago that despite the tainas amanoya here and there, we have to figure out what they are, we're talking about the Gedele Adar, both him and the Rebetzin, and it's quite possible they were a lot more prepared than the Pasuk tells us. Still doesn't mean in their Anivas. It does, you would expect them not to assume, oh, this must be a Nevuah. It's a Chiddush already. Why are we even Zeichet to have a visit from a Navi? So why should they understand that it's a direct nevuah. And Kamash Malan, they were so great, there's even a direct nevuah. And then the Havmin is triggered, well, we're not ready for this exactly, we're going to die. And she answers correctly, says, I understand, I agree. I don't think we're ready for this either, and we're not worthy, but if Hashem wanted to give us a job, he's not going to have us not survive the process. So that's going to be the shock of Atari. Yes, and that's why he, it wasn't hyperbole when he says we're going to die, even though we know the story. So we say, wait a minute, you're not going to die. You're going to be around for the whole story. So why did you die? Hashem's giving you a mission. Well, that's what she says, but the expression was born out of, we're not ready for this. How is this going to work? So Rashi performs that. Rashi, Rashi actually is trying to answer that. He says, Hagar was so huge. She was a madrega, obviously. Tremendous madrega. And rightfully so, if Hagar was Keturah and Amavino married her again, means he understood it was so worth it to marry her again. She was so worthy that now that we took care of the issue with Yishmael and, the, and, and Sarimenu and the, and the problems that were rightfully, she had a taina, so she's worthy to be brought back. And Rashi tells you that the general environment of Amavino's house was that you saw Malachan. You almost bumped into Malachim all the time, so she didn't faint. That tells you a lot about Hagar, and it tells you even more about the Matzah of Ahmadina's house. And the Chiddush is, which needs Hezber, Ahmadina Sariman were running the largest, only, but largest, Kirv operation on earth. That means they had all sorts of interesting people 
walking around, some worthier than others. Is that a delicate way to put it? He had every nomad off the street serving them dinner, arguing, you want to pay, the price is $19.99 per chatzie steak. If you don't want to pay, that's fine, because it's really free, you just have to bench. I don't want to bench. And all the madrashim, he's dealing with all sorts of interesting characters. And there's malachim walking around. So the answer might be is those people didn't see malachim. You have to see, there could be a malach around, but you don't perceive the malach. So Hagar, her godless was that she saw the malach and perceived it and survived. That's the difference. It's like a lot of excitement on that last Kiddush. You're muting them? Yeah. Okay, we've got a lot of people on the screen over here. Okay, so uh, the kids heard about Chinuch, so this time we get all sorts of, uh, all sorts of ideas. So, what was that, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know which part they were getting excited about. So uh, it does tell you a lot about Hagar. So let's now, with that idea, with those ideas, let's go back to the Pasuk, Perakir Gimel Pasuk Vav. Tava Isha Vataymar Isha Lamar. The word Lamar is fascinating. When you have a Pasuk, by Meshra Benu, by the Ber Hashem Al Melisha Lamar. Lamar is to tell Kal Yisrael. What's Lamar doing in the Pasuk over here? Unusual word and nothing's extra, obviously. So some of Farshim say that her godless was she was so careful about the covet of her husband, and this is a slight point of contention or embarrassment to him. Well, she got the Navua, and he didn't. And in Shemayim, everything is done by design. It was a happenstance. Oh, your husband's not here, we'll give you the message anyway. And knock on the door. You know, oh, he's not home. So. Amalek was sent, and the timing was Mina Shamayim. So he sort of understood that. She understood that he's going to understand that. So she tries to put it in the best possible way. He was very great, but apparently she had an edge on this in terms of the godless of being prepared and being worthy of getting this message. So she puts it beautifully. Says, no, 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 I was just told to tell this over to you. You're the main target of this message, which wasn't really 100%, I would say this is, I call it a white lie, but for Dake Shalom, she made it to, oh, the message is for you mainly, it was really for him also, and she beautifully said the word lamer, ke'ilu, oh, the message is for you, I'm just the shaliach over here. That's a beautiful message, and understandably, we're taking, talking about a tremendous sadekis who not only worthy of seeing the Malach, but the Ben Amachavera over here, she's careful to package it that you're part of this and I'm giving it over to you. And yes, this is just, you were in first Seder and you were learning and therefore this is the message, but not that you're excluded, which is the way to do things, obviously. Tamali Shalemar, Ishala Kim Ba'elai. Mareo Kamara Malachalakim. Again, that's the first remez that he was certainly assuming that she saw Navian before. She understood what a Navi should look like. She said that this was surreal, incredible, scary. Mamish almost looked like a Malachalakim, which means either she's saying the expression, that's how Halug and frightening it looked, or maybe Hitaka was a Malach, the latest Asafik. Nairamaid, 
quite a description. On the side, he was a human, didn't get his name, he didn't offer it, and therefore I didn't ask. I was just trying to absorb what was being told to me. And now she goes on to the message. So the first part of this message is what we started talking about. Maybe you don't need three signs, even on the side that he wasn't an Avi Mufsuk. If you do one nace, that's impossible to replicate. So some people are suggesting that at the shear. Maybe the nace was, she was barren for many years, and it's quite possible already at this point she understood, just based on internal physical feelings, that she was expecting already. Got nauseous? On the spot. So she repeats over, and therefore he proved, and if it didn't happen on the spot, it happens a few days later, it will prove, and therefore you don't need three of those to make a chazaka. It's obvious that will prove. The answer is, it's not. Because it's going to be the Messias that it's from Shamayim as a nace, but you can't prove anything from that because maybe she's expecting now because that's going to happen. So you wouldn't be able to build your credibility based on that. If you were the Malach by Avmavinu, who was already an accredited Malach, they got accredited Navi, we already know the names of those, those are the main Malachim, and they make a scratch on the wall and they say, at this time, in a year from now, you will have a baby. And that comes true. That's example number one of giving a nevuah that will happen later. You have two more of those, then you're an accredited Navi. It was a Malach, and he didn't need to be accredited, so to speak. Over here, he didn't, the key in the nevuah is not making a nace. It's telling it, foretelling it, and it coming true exactly at the time, in exact detail. Over here, if you wanted to be obstinate, which we're not looking to be because it was an ace and he's a real malach, but he wanted to say, I was expecting, so I was diving all the years and now I'm expecting. Okay. It wouldn't prove anything either way over here. It happens to be, it works immediately because it was all true and he was a malach, but we're looking to build that chazaka that wouldn't be the riot. Now the instructions. Altishti Yayin V'Sheicher. Yayin is regular wine. Sheicher is very strong wine, not beer. A Nazir can drink beer. Anybody is looking for coolers? Not a cooler, just not included in the list. Interestingly enough, when there's an Isser Yayin, just starts mini Yisrael in the nine days, it doesn't include beer. The fact that something has alcohol doesn't mean it's included. And the way Ashkenazim paskin, in terms of drinking with Goyim, I'm not saying this is a good idea, but the Xera, as we learned at Night Seder four or five years ago, the Xera is on Yayin, it's not on beer. And therefore it's not on schnapps. Some place can say, Chayyam discusses if this is already a matzav of you're sitting and drinking with them, if it isn't intoxicating beverage, it maybe should be included, not on maga of a guy, but I'm talking about touching wine. Yainess, they're talking about the separatists or sitting down the Gavias and drinking uh, with an akum. But the point is, they're not the same category, even though they're both used in similar circumstances. Here, Sheikhar means strong wine. Valtechli kal tuma. This is a big shayla. We started asking this last week. What does it mean, tuma? 
tumma, we don't associate with our mouth the iser of eating or drinking something. So some Farshim say, Atechli kal tumma is don't eat anything that is usr for you. The word tumma could be used for a nazir. Not only do we have an iser shti and achila of grapes and grape seeds and, and dipping your challah. They always needed dips. The challah was very uh, not flavored. We get challah today. That's a suffix, whether it's possible kisnen. And it can be substituted for babka. We have all sorts of flavors and spice added. Then challah, picture a very no sugar, no honey, lechem shachar. Today, you needed a dip. So often the dip was chaymitz. Chaymitz from yayin. Vinegar can be fun things also. That's asr for an azir. So that would be in the eating department if you'd be dipping your bread into it. So the word tumma could be used because nazir often understood that you're not eating or drinking things that everybody around you is eating and drinking, it was difficult because you could forget. Do you remember the first example we gave in Lifneiver, said you? Mark is it. Classic example of Lifneiver, Kais Yain and Azir. Out of all 365 Lavim, why in the world they picked that example? What's wrong with that cheeseburger? A Big Mac? What? So Taisa says that, and Taisa says, we're talking about from people. If you pass them a cheese, if he asks you to pass them a cheeseburger, so he says it would be mutter, because obviously he's not eating it. So what's he doing with it? Who knows? But he's a kashrus. nazir, the guy sitting at a regular meal, and everybody around him is drinking. He probably forgot. So therefore, if he says, pass the wine, do not pass it, and it's going to be lifnever. You could ask him why you want me to pass it. He said, I don't know, because Ruven asked me to pass it to him. Okay, so then pass it, but here comes the minig. The minig was Nazirim, not only didn't drink the stuff and eat the stuff, they didn't touch it. So it wouldn't be Mamash Lefnever, because it's a Chumra of some sort, but you probably tell me, you know what, where's Ruven? I'll bring it to him. You don't have to pick it up, and, because they had a minute not to touch it. They treated this tumor. Tumor is a din we associate with touching. So in Farshim say it's Meduik, I'll totally call tumor. We treat tray for food, in this case, grapes, grape seeds, grape skins, vinegar. Anything you're dipping in with your food that becomes a food item, don't eat it for sure, and don't even touch it. Treat it like tumma. That's why the word tumma here is used. Nazirim went the extra mile because they were always faced with the matzah where everybody around them was doing this and normally there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong for him. We're afraid he's going to fall in, either forget or he'll have a taiva to do it when he's not forgetting. It's still the classic example of Nehavir, because why would he have a taiva? The answer is, he's not used to not drinking wine. We would have no problem with it today. I would certainly have no problem with it. If you don't particularly like this stuff, you can go for years and years and decades and never touch the stuff. We don't miss it, because they have plenty of soft drinks. It's a difficult sign, especially a guy became another orphan, was an alcoholic or somebody who had a predilection and he was trying to stay off, and everybody around them is doing it. It's mutter for them, and, uh, even a mitzvah. So they went... The extra mile in terms of Ederm, not touching it, and often if you chance upon a vineyard, as we will see soon in Sukkim, they walked all the way around. They didn't go near it. They didn't go down that block. And all that was needed as extra Ederm, which is not necessary by regular typhus. You're allowed to touch a cheeseburger and pass it to somebody. We don't advise it, and it's also if you're at the same table without a hacker and a placemat, whatever, but... Uh, we don't have these discern because there's no natural inborn Yetzirah for this or chance of forgetting. So that's the word tumma over here. Al-Telchli kal tumma kinezir lakimi anar min ha-beten ad yaim maisai. 
And therefore, we want extra Kedusha, and we're starting with you, either because the young fetus is being fed through you with these things, which, again, is a harashah, because that's not normally also right? Ladover is. You learned this as well. You could technically have a nursemaid, which they had historically all the time when a lady couldn't nurse, and they hired the gaita. They would be machmer for the ramah, pesh, also ladaber, mashchina, it's a chumrah. That while she's nursing during the duration, she shouldn't eat typhus, even though she's been eating her whole life and it's still part of her system. But what's creating the milk now is the nutrients she's taking now. So put her on a glock kosher diet and then nurse. But that's all the chumra, mikra din. The milk has no shaykhis to what she ate. And it goes to the system, panam chadash bolakan, and it's parv as no shaykhis. So why can't she drink wine and eat grapes? The same we don't want what you raised before about the chinuch. General, you want to get used to this, so keep doing it. Or no, don't do it now because it's going through the system, through the cord, and feeding the fetus, and you need to create that kadusha. Uh, remind me when we get to it that the issue of whether anybody has an issue with being Matama the Mason as the parents, Manayach or her. Why should they have an issue of being Mitam the Mason? Nazir Shimshon himself could be Mitam the Mason. So I mentioned that because the Vedak offers as a possible shot for the Al called Tuma, not Tuma as in stay away, don't touch it because the Nazir has to be extra careful. Tuma as in anything that's Tame, stay away from Tuma. So the Kash on that is, but the Nazir himself, Shimshon himself, is a Nazir Shimshon. He's allowed to be Mitami himself to a dead body, and he will. Plenty of them, called Plishtim. So what's the problem? So the Kliyakar suggests that maybe the parents over here are being asked to be more machmer for extra kedusha. It is a milo not in the time of the mason. And therefore, in preparation for this birth, don't even in the time of the mason, even though for him it's going to be mutter, and even suggests that during his tenure as another shimshim, which is his whole life, even though he had to kill Plishtim left, right, and center, in between when he was asked to come to a levaya, it's better not to be time more than necessary. Even Shimshon himself, certainly the parents. So that's an alternative possibility in Kaltuma. Yes? Right. So that's the Vedak suggests that Tuma here means even Tuma's Mason, but the problem with that is that why they more Machmer than Shimshon himself, who can be in the time of the Mason, and that's why they say Tuma means. Food that's usser, grapes, and vinegar, and tumas used, don't touch it like you'd stay away from tuma as yeshra So those are the two shots, both of which could certainly uh, fit in. Let's go to the Peliyayats in front of you. It is Elul, so we have to see a little bit of the tickle on tshuva that we started on page Reish Nun Tes. Right. And they said, I can't believe you because all these things are really shut doesn't work. Right, as I'm also saying, right. Right, that it wasn't the Navi saying it, it was a Malach. Right, but that's all good if they knew it was a Malach now, but it's pretty clear from the end that they were at best Mesupic. She said possibly. She said, Neira, he had an incredible. Right. But you see, Manayach said we're all going to die. 
afterwards. That means that that moment of realization was when they certainly solidified the Zamal. They weren't sure before. The Shaila is, what was their late Sasafik and what percentage? That's the, that's the Shaila. Take a look at page Reish Nuntes. We're about 10, 12 lines down. The first word in the line is Rochuk. If a person is Rochuk Menatarev, First ingredient, he says, in tshuva is to learn more because the more you know, the more you'll know that there's at least a shayla. And then you'll be motivated, hopefully, to find out what the answer is and not fool yourself into thinking that for yesterday's discussion, maybe it's mutter and it's a suffix, and maybe it's only a chumra. People give themselves a pass very quickly whenever they can conjure up in their mind that maybe... It's not really us, sir, even though deep down, if they're honest, they say, well, if you're a Masupic, maybe there's something to it. Why don't you go find out what the din is? And that's where we pick up page Reish Nuntes in the old copy, in the, uh, in the older copies. What page is on the new copies? Somebody, if you have some. Kalarachach minateru rachach, first one line, minashem yizbara mideyem yem haloch v'chaser. Ashadosh ba'averis and asalakaheter. And the problem is, if you gave yourself that pass that you shouldn't have done in the first place, then you get entrenched and you keep doing it. Then you want to be Maruhetta more. This can't really be elsewhere. Everybody does this. Everybody eats here and everybody looks at these things and everybody talks about these things. And then you get into it more and more and then it's difficult, more difficult to get out of it. More difficult, not impossible. Chuva is always possible for anything with enough effort. He's pointing out that the first step is to be honest and find out if it's really usr, or if it's not usr, is it good for you in your mahalach, in your averis Hashem, even if it's not black and white, and there are many categories like that also. The more you do it before you find that out, and the more you kick it down the road, so to speak, and the more you push it off, the harder it is to extricate yourself. So the mistake is happening because you didn't know, either because you didn't know it's not your fault, but you're lazy to try to find out, or you sort of knew, but you try to ignore it. Step number two. Even if you knew it was Asr, but not learning the details, and certainly not learning enough Musr, you're going to try to give yourself another pass and say, well, maybe it's Asr, but it's really not that bad as Yisurim go. And therefore, people have done worse, and I've done worse. We tell ourselves these funny things all the time. And just not humorous when you get down to the severity of it. At relative severity and relative einish is not a help. All einshim are bad, and all these are bad. So to tell yourself, well, I'm not perfect anyway, and therefore I've done worse, and therefore we're not going to work on this. You work on whatever you can work on. And these are, when I talk about chumras, I'm talking about dinim, and when it comes to real dinim, you've got to work on it and fix it up, even though there might be something you didn't get to yet that's worse. One has nothing to do with the other. And the fact that other people are doing it and that everybody does this is not going to be a heter either. And that's what he is referring to over here, that even if you know the isser is there and you can't really squirm out of that, you'll start telling yourself that it's not so bad because you talk and never learn that it's bad. Very interesting Very famous Pasuk before the Mabel. And before the Mabel is pretty frightening because after that came the Mabel. And they didn't 
they even saw so many passes that this is okay, uh, it needed to be fixed up in a very harsh way. And his dig over here, rock is usually a miyot. What does it mean? Kol yitzah machshavaz libo rock rock kol ayam. Rock hu miyot, ta yitzah harma mayot umaktin aver beinov. Fascinating dig. Rock rock kol ayam, he's teaching, is it's bad. They knew it was bad. They knew it, Geneva. So what they do? But the Geneva, they did less than a short puta. That's, uh, we'll get it under the wire over there. We can give ourselves a pass for that. That's not so bad, even though they did it five times a day, so it should add up to so have spending money. So rock raz, it's a hard spends a lot of time, even when we know there's something wrong with it, to minimize the severity of it in our mind that we could live with ourselves. So he says, rock is a meat. Fascinating deal. How does that happen? The more you do it, the more entrenched you are. It becomes mutter in your mind. You want it to become mutter. And people like to live with themselves. So even though he's being foolish, he likes to look at himself as a fine, upstanding person. Then you bring up that this is not all right. You have to tshuva. Such a fine. You're a shemayim. At a certain point, he either pretends or is not pretending anymore. He thinks that, why are you picking on me? There are a lot of people who are a lot worse than me. And he'd rather remain in foolish mode. Then it gets worse and worse. And all this starts from wanting to keep yourself uninformed and not dealing with the honest reality. So that's why he starts off. First thing is stay in the base medrash and learn. You'll learn more in terms of the chaymer of the Yisr, you'll learn more in terms of the Yisr, and you'll learn more Musr to be able to deal with it. Mr. Shem will continue next week.